Hello, this is Dan Russo, head football coach of Island High School. You're listening to The Dan Russo Show on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Just a kid from the neighborhood. We're all kids from a neighborhood. Take me back to 96. I fall asleep with the radio on. Turn my pillow to the fresh side. I fall asleep, oh sleepy eye. I don't dream big, just the right size. Modesty comes from mom's side. You ever heard of a soft touch? You ever heard of a finger roll? Little sun, little raindrop. And you watch this thing grow. Follow me like a firefly. At midnight in mid-July. Mixing blood and sweat and tears of joy. That's what I call the rally cry. Relentless. And it is another week, another Vineland High School football game on deck. Welcome in to the Dan Russo Show, presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your host, Kyle Bennett, and joined, as always, by the namesake of the show, head coach of Vineland High School football, Coach Dan Russo. Coach, how are you? Doing well, thanks. How about yourself? Doing pretty well. Uh, Obviously, it's a, a bummer that... You know, we're coming off a, a tough loss to Holy Spirit, but I think overall in that game, from what I saw, I got a chance to do, you know, the play-by-play commentary for Channel 9, and uh, watching the game up close, I was I was pretty impressed by the effort that uh, your team was able to give last Friday night. Yeah, I was too, you know. Um, in my position, you know, it's not always about the wins and losses. Obviously, we all like to win, but the effort – was there and I was very happy you know with the players you know and the coaching staff um we battled till the end you know it was 7-7 going into the fourth quarter with a tough opponent Holy Spirit's a really good team uh, they're well coached you know and the the running back Cheeks is uh exceptional he's going to uh Colorado State as we discussed and uh yeah he was he was tough he was really fast and um he got that edge and you know, our kids hung in there, and I was proud of them. You know, we're play away from possibly even, you know, winning that game. But, you know, we didn't, and we're going to move on. And we had a great week of practice here, getting ready for um, St. Joe's. That's probably our best week of practice since we got back here. Um, as you know, we got a late start, and um, we're trying to catch up. So I felt like the kids put in the work this week. You know, we went full pads Monday through Thursday and um, something we usually don't do, but we felt like we needed it. And the kids, you know, did a great job. So I'm real happy with practice this week. And hopefully that translates into a big win for Vineland. Yeah. And I mean, obviously last week we talked about potential, you know, first game jitters for Gandy at the quarterback position. I, th- I thought he had a pretty good bounce back game last week, made some tough decisions, was running the ball pretty well. Uh, what did you see from him from a coaching perspective from game one to game two? Yeah, he definitely stepped up and played great. Um, when he had pressure, you know, he got what he could and tucked the ball and he ran and he made some nice passes and he hung in there. And that was a tough – it was hard for us to run our offense in that kind of weather, you know, being muddy like that and all the rain. It's 
it's not easy running the shotgun offense. You know, we made some adjustments, but, um, you know, he hung in there and get, did a great job. I was real proud of him and, you know, proud of all the kids. They did a nice job. That touchdown that he threw at the end of the half with about, like, eight seconds left, I was sitting up in the booth, and I watched that ball fly, and I was like, holy hell, what a pass. And then Jonathan Tony, of all people, you know, the he's he's just – Always in the right place at the right time, it seems to be, Jonathan Tony is. And that was one hell of a catch in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, it sure was. Great throw, great catch. And um, it was nice to uh, be able to capitalize on that play and get a touchdown. So, you know, I was real happy with it. Um, hopefully this week we can throw some more, too, with you know the nice weather forecast. And, uh, you know, we need to be able to throw and run the ball on offense, so. It's going to be, you know, easier to do this week than it was last week. Last week was, as you know, you were there. It was terrible weather. It was raining the whole time, close to the shore and uh, windy. And, you know, they don't they have a grass field, so it was all mud. And, you know, it didn't help us. If anything, it helped with their um, uh, linemen and their running backs. So hopefully this week uh, the weather continues and we're good. And I think one thing that stood out to me on the defensive side of the ball a guy whose name I was calling all night long was Nas Butler. He seemed to be making tackles up the middle, you know, was anchoring things early on when you guys held the, the game at halftime to 7-7. What did you see from him, and how do you think he stepped up uh, in that game? Yeah, he's a tough kid. Um, he did a great job for us. You know, he's a senior, you know, gives us everything he has every down with every fiber of his body. And, um, yeah, he made some nice plays for us. And um, I was real happy with uh, Billy Davis, too, as well, number six. He's a uh, junior, and he's really turned it on. And, you know, as well as Lathan Kent, when he gets his opportunities in there as well at, at middle linebacker. So the linebacking group hung in there and did a nice job. And, you know, the Winchester kid, uh, number 20, Deshaun Winchester, he he did an excellent job, too. Big playing. interception. Yeah, and um, – He's getting better every every week too. He's he's a junior and um, he got some playing time as a sophomore. So I was real happy with him. And then you know Tony's at safety and Levi at corner and you know our outside backers with um, Anthony Arthur played defense um, last week and did a great job. And mm -hmm. so did um, Antoine Rivera. So we got we got some we got some dudes on defense. So you know they like to rally to the ball and you know they got some speed. So hopefully. Um, we can contain St. Joe's because they have a real balanced attack. They've changed things up. They used to be, you know, obviously everybody knows them for their wing T stuff, but they're actually running shotgun now and they like to throw. So it's a different St. Joe's offense. They've uh, evolved into some other things. So we want to make sure that we're prepared for that. And we are. Yeah. And I mean, overall, I was, I was thoroughly impressed by just how the defense played. And even last season, the defense was, you know, very strong at a lot of points throughout the year. But I think, you know, another year of these guys being together, especially with a lot of them coming back, being juniors to seniors or sophomores to juniors, I think that helps a lot with the chemistry. And, you know, when you got somebody who's as big as Levi on the outside at corner, it gives somebody like Deshaun Winchester an opportunity to go out and make that interception because they're going to try to avoid the big body of Levi. And then Deshaun just comes up with probably one of the biggest plays of the game uh, even though it was in a loss, I was I was thoroughly impressed by how he played. Yeah, he's he's a really good player, and he's just going to continue to get better. And he's got a great attitude, and 
great body count. You know, his uh, the chemistry with the team is great, and um, you know, he like I said, I can't say enough good things about Winchester. He's uh, he's a great player, and his body language is perfect. He's always got a good attitude. He's a positive, you know, player on the defense, and he's a great attribute for our football team. And he's wearing the perfect number to go out and make plays like that. Number 20 as a defensive back making interceptions like that. It's picture perfect. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I assume uh, you're talking about um, Dawkins, correct? Exactly. You know, it fits the, the role. He's got a perfect football name. Deshaun Winchester is just a football player's name. Uh, I really like what I saw from his game on Friday night against Holy Spirit. But you said you guys went full pads all week. Not something that you guys are accustomed to doing, but overall this week of practice, you said, has looked like the best week of practice so far. What are some things that stuck out to you, whether it was player-wise, just, you know, going through the motions-wise of, you know, figuring more things out on offense, defense, and special teams? Because we all know your your whole philosophy as head coach of this team is win all three phases. Yeah, no doubt. So, um, you know, we got a late start. Um, unfortunately... Some other teams, you know, are 30 to 40 days ahead of us, but that's another discussion. But we're trying to play catch-up, and um, we're doing the best we can. And I felt like this week we put together a good week of practice. Uh, you know, kids are firing on all cylinders. And, um, you know, we decided to go full pads all week, not meaning, you know, we go live or anything like that because things have changed, you know, as far as protocols and things like that for going live at practice. But we just wanted a serious – tone and we wanted the kids prepared and when you've you put up you know you put on all that gear full gear people know it's it's going to be a tough practice and we're going to work you so you know not only did the players you know work hard but the staff did everything in their power and worked extremely hard to put these kids in the right positions to make plays you know on offense defense and special teams so you know we're out there minimum three hours a day you know putting in that work so you know, kids, we're going to, we'll give them a good game. We're going to be ready. Yeah. And I mean, you look at that Holy Spirit game, you take out cheeks from the, the, the game equation and you guys win. You know, he scored all three touchdowns for him. Uh, he was, you know, able to find the outside on a lot of his runs and that's where he found success in the open field. But I think overall, you know, it, it's rare that you have those kind of moral victories in football at any level, but would you consider last Friday somewhat of a moral victory knowing how well you guys played? Yeah, like you said, somewhat, but at the end of the day, we want to win football games, and, you know, that's why you play the games to win, and, you know, unfortunately, we didn't win on the scoreboard, but the kids, you know, won for the staff, and the staff was happy and couldn't be happier with the effort. Not an easy um not an easy game by any means. I think they're three in South Jersey and 12th possibly in the state. So, they're, you know, they're a hell of a team. And not only did they have the running back, but they, they had a nice, they had some nice players too. When you're playing some of these private schools, it's like playing an all-star team. And, um, you know, it's not easy. But, you know, we're going to do the best we can. We can't control our schedule. That's what they, these are the opponents they gave us. So we're going to go in there and battle. Yeah, one thing that stood out to me on uh, Holy Spirit's roster lineup, you know, there was all the short towns and everything, but then, there was one uh, hometown that stood out to me that was Las Vegas, Nevada. And I was like, all right, you don't see that every day in New Jersey. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, so, you know, like I said, it's hard to compete with teams like that. But our kids did. We're just violent. We're violent kids. We're a public school. And, 
you know, we're going out there playing teams that um, aren't there aren't public, they're private, and they they get kids from all the surrounding areas. So it's not an easy task, but you know, like I said, we're doing the best we can, and all of us are working as hard as we can, and we're hoping we we can come out with a win Friday. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Friday, St. Joe's first home game of the season for you guys. How nice is it to finally, you know, be able to know that Friday night you don't have to get on a bus to, you know, travel a long distance. It's just a nice little ride over to Gatone. Yeah, it's awesome. Five of our last six games are home, too, which is cool. We just scheduled Clearview for that first week of um, November as well, so that'll be a good game. So we're going to have St. Joe's this Friday, Mainland next Friday, and the following Friday we have um, Clearview. And then we'll have two weeks where there's crossover games, and I'm assuming one of those crossovers will be home, and then obviously the one on Thanksgiving. So there's nothing like playing at Catone, a great facility, you know, for both teams. You know, the opponent appreciates it always. The coaches always say how nice our facilities are, and it's 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 a great uh, atmosphere there at Catone. And you know, we'll have our home fans there, and finally our cheerleaders and our band will be there. We haven't had them with us once this season so far, so the everyone's looking forward to a big home game at uh, at Catone. And I'm very confident that our kids will show up and will play extremely well. And um, we're going to give them everything we got. And I think St. Joe's knows that the way we've been playing them the last couple of years, we've been very close. So we're hoping to take that next step. Yeah. And I mean, looking at how you guys played last Friday, how you guys have matched up against St. Joe's over the past couple of years, since we've been doing this show, um, you know, they seem hungry after that game against Holy Spirit. They seem like they knew that there was an opportunity to go out and win that game. And now you have a, you know, a rival that's kind of been built over the past few years against St. Joe coming into your house. I think more than ever, this team that you, you guys are coaching up looks really poised to, to go out and have a, you know, historic kind of game for this Vineland program in your tenure. Yeah. You know, when I first got in here in 2013, one of the biggest things I had to do was to stop the bleeding, meaning stop the Vineland kids from going to different schools. And the number one, the school that was probably plucking our kids was St. Joe's back then, but um, now we've been able to keep our own kids. And, you know, the coach at, at St. Joe's and I had a little bit of a rocky start as far as our relationship. But over the years, you know, both of us have calmed down a little bit and we respect one another. And um, I respect him and I feel like he respects me and what we've done here. And, you know, it, it's a good atmosphere now. It'll be a good game. Um, We've kind of buried the hatchet, and uh, we go out there and compete with our programs. That it wasn't easy when I first got in there, competing with a team like that and being helpless. But that's behind us, and um, it, it, I feel it's, I feel like it's going to be a really good game for both both programs. And looking to go out there and compete. And like you said, they've kind of transitioned to a new style of offense. They've had some big players move on to the the collegiate level now, and have lost players to graduation. What have you seen on film that stood out to you with their new style of offense that, you know, is different from years past that you've seen from St. Joe's? Well, offensively, they throw the ball a lot more. You know, they're still very aggressive on defense, and um, they have really good special teams. So they don't really have any weaknesses. They're a really good football program, and 
you know, we got to do our best to be able to play this on the same type of level as a team like that. And, you know, I feel like we can, and I'm looking forward to our team doing that. But, you know, they're very balanced on offense now. They, like I said, they throw the ball fairly well now, and they, they can run as well, and they have, you know, good linemen, and they're well coached. And defensively, they run, you know, good defense, and um, they rally to the ball, and they're very aggressive. And, you know, I went to their game last week, and um, they played really well. And um, it's going to be a tough, tough game for us. But like I said, I feel like our kids are ready and, you know, they're hungry for a win. It's not easy, you know, being 0-2, but um, we're hoping to get out, you know, out of that direction and get a big win tomorrow. And, you know, some of the, the senior leaders on this team, you've got Jonathan Tony, you've got Levi, and you've got a whole bunch of guys on that defense that have been, you know, part of this Vineland-St. Joe's rivalry over the past few years since they've been in high school. <laughs> What's kind of been the the senior and upperclassman message to be like, hey, we gotta you know stay focused, be out there, and and be present to make sure we come away with a win on Friday. Yeah, well, to answer your question, you know, directly, the the biggest vocal leader is Josh Bennett. He's one of our captains, number seventy one. He's one of our offensive linemen. He plays D line too, but he's very vocal and he gets the guys going. And some other captains, as far as um, Tony and um Dutra and Eli Anderson they kind of lead by example and you know they're a little more uh, subtle in their their ways as far as motivating the team but Josh Bennett's really stepped up and he's been real vocal and um you know positive and uh, it's great to see these kids you know grow up as seniors you see them as freshmen come in and you know their heads spin a little bit because there's so much coming at them at once but then when they settle down and learn our system and get used to our program it's it's probably one of the if not the most rewarding thing for me as the head coach to just see these kids grow in our program and you know see what how they come in and then see how they leave us and um, we're real proud of that and you know we try to do our best to provide a great you know environment for them which is positive and um I think that my best, our best salesmen are our former players that just tell everyone in the community how well they're treated in our program now. And that's our number one priority to make sure these kids are taken care of and they're in a great environment. And um, we go out and have fun and, you know, win some football games. Anthony Arthur played both sides of the ball against Holy Spirit. Looked good playing both sides of the ball. Is that is that something you guys kind of foresee being normal moving forward for him to play? Uh, offense and defense, or will it kind of be, you know, matchup based? No, he's going to play both and he's going to play special teams. We need him out there as much as possible. So we're not going to leave any bullets in the chamber. We got to get all our studs out there and make plays, period. Like they, they got to be able to stay on the field. If they need to take a break for a couple plays, so be it. But I need them in there every play. And um, that's just where we're at. I mean, some schools that don't have as many players as we do, like their kids play you know, Ironman football, and that's what we want our kids to do now, too. we got to put our best players out there, and that's the way we're going to go moving forward. And just looking at, you know, the film you've seen this week from St. Joe, the way that you guys have practiced without obviously giving away the game plan like we always say, but, you know, what are some things that you're looking forward to seeing hopefully come to fruition from your guys on Friday night under those Gatone lights? Yeah, just play, you know, violent football. Go out there and play disciplined football, um, 
play every play, down like it's your last. Every fiber in your body, just go out there and battle. I mean, that's what's going to take to beat a team like this. You're not going to, you know, just show up and go through the motions and beat a St. Joe's. You got to go out there, and every fiber in your body has to go toward that one goal for the night, which is beating St. Joe's. And that's what we want to do. And that's what I've been telling the kids all week. And um, I feel very confident that they're going to show up and play hard, you know, tomorrow night. And, you know, obviously you want to win every game, but as a coach, how much, you know, does this match up to you mean, you know, in terms of coming away with a win against the school that has kind of become a rival for you guys over the past couple of years, even though they are a private school, it's, it's really turned into a fun rivalry between Vineland and St. Joe's. You know, Dallin, you know, I can't remember, you know, Vineland beating St. Joe's. I don't even know if they even have i don't know how many times they've played i don't know the whole history but that's something we could look at in the off season but all i know is we'd like to beat them in 2020 and it is a rivalry because at first you know like i said their coach and i didn't really get along that well and of course we're not gonna because he was cherry picking our kids which i feel like we've stopped and um you know credit to him in, in the past for being able to cherry pick violent kids but that was my number one priority was to keep Vineland kids in Vineland. And I feel like we've done a great job of that. And, you know, I didn't like that he was uh, recruiting our players. And he didn't like that I was standing up to him and trying to be at the same, being at the same games and telling him to stay at Vineland if all the Vineland kids stay together and have that one goal of sticking together and being successful. You know, it's going to be a really great program. Unfortunately, you know, some big name players that we all know about have bought in and, you know, we're doing better. We're not, people don't circuit circle us on their um, schedules of, as an easy victory every year. Now they know they're going to have a, a fight on their hands and we're proud of that. You know, we talked about Gandhi earlier in the show and his progress from game one to game two. What are you looking for from him as he, you know, moves into yet another game in this system as the starter uh, going up against this St. Joe's defense? Yeah, each week I just expect him to grow more into that position and to get better, and he has. And um, he practiced well this week. You know, he's seen the difference between the level he was playing and the level he's playing at now as far as his competition, and he's getting used to it. Um, he was used to being able to do some things at the JV level that he can't do on the varsity level. It's it's much faster. It's much faster, and um, he's adjusting to that real well. And um you know, he's a great kid. He's very positive, and um, he's a good leader. And, uh, you know, we're very proud of him. Plus, he's out there all four downs, no matter if you guys go for it or not, because he's booting it with his leg as the punter, too. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he did a great job last game. I was very concerned of with special teams, the snap, the punt, you know, obviously. And, you know, Ethan Evans did a great job with the snaps, and then Gandy did a great job. Um, catching the snaps and then punting it away. So, you know, even one time when we were messing around, whether we were going to punt or go for it, we kind of got Holy Spirit to uh, use one of their timeouts. So I was happy to, uh, you know, confuse them a little bit. It's a, you know, it's a chess match, as you know, and, um, you know, it worked out for us. The special teams were decent the other night. How much in a game like this against St. Joe's, knowing they have a new offense and you haven't seen it live, but you've seen it on tape, how much does time of possession kind of come into your game plan this week 
Yeah, well, it always does for both both sides, both teams. You, you know, you want to be able to <clears throat> maintain and sustain drives on offense and run clock and keep your defense fresh and ready to go. So it's a priority for both of us, and uh, hopefully we win that battle. Obviously, we always uh, wrap up with the alumni, and then uh, we'll get to if we have the jersey combo or not. But with the alumni, have you been able to talk to the Rutgers guys as they uh, – you know, ramp up for the Big Ten to, you know, get underway pretty, pretty soon. Uh, that's got to be exciting for both Isaiah and Tyreem to finally have their season on the horizon. Yeah, I haven't talked to them recently. Just the last time I told you I spoke with them, but um, I'm probably going to reach out to them uh, tomorrow night after our game or even Saturday. You know, it might be too late Saturday morning because they got a game at noon, but I'm definitely going to reach out to them at some point tomorrow. And, um, I'm looking forward to being able to see those two compete on a Saturday and beat Michigan State. Yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. I'm excited for it. Uh, and then an update on Jamil. He's got a new puppy and was watching film with his new puppy on social media, which was absolutely hilarious. His his dog was <laughs> dialed in to watching uh, film on the iPad with Jamil. What uh, type of dog did he get? It's a, It looks like a little kind of boxer mix. I'm not 100% sure, but... It's got the whole works. It's on social media and everything, and uh, it's it's a cute little dog. That's awesome. I'm glad I'm happy for him. So yeah, I'm looking to reach out to him soon too. Maybe this weekend I'll reach out to him. So next week I can report, you know, back to the uh, show uh, what he's up to as well. Yeah, Rams Real got a big matchup against the Bears this week, so that should be a fun game. Uh, yeah, to take a take a look at the uh, the Sunday NFL slate as well. Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it. As we always do, we, we tease it. We let everybody know first, right here on the Dan Russo Show, do we have a uniform combo for the first Gatone home game of the season? Yes, we do. So every five years, we get new uniforms, school-issued uniforms. You know, we have the alternate uniforms that are um, done through fundraising and private donations, but we were lucky enough this year to, you know, we, we were at our five years, so this is the sixth year. Um, where we're able to get new uniforms for the players. Um, and we're, we have new red jerseys that are fantastic. Um, they're red jerseys with gray piping and black outlining on the um, numbers. And we have the new you know, game pants as well. So the kids will be looking great tomorrow night. It's going to be senior night. We're going to honor the seniors in the beginning of the game. You know, They're going to run out together and for one last time together as a group of seniors, class of um, – you know, 2021, uh, the 2020 football season, and um, we're going to honor them, and hopefully the kids can uh, feed off the seniors' energy and get a big win. So, you know, we're real excited. Um, we got great kids here. I can't say enough about these kids. That's what keeps me going. Um, it's not easy in my position with the different dynamics of certain things, as we all know, um, but that's a whole other discussion. But the, the thing that keeps me going you know, is these kids, you know, I, and the staff, I got a great staff and, um, we're a family and, you know, we're just going to keep working hard and competing. And that's what it's all about. It's going to be a good old fashioned rivalry matchup at Catone stadium Friday night, six o'clock kickoff on Friday. Yes. Yeah, six o'clock kickoff. Yes. So six o'clock violent high school hosting St. Joe's Hamilton. It's always uh, you know, it's one of those things that you just add another chapter to the storybook of that one, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to see the new uniforms, and uh, 
As always, guys, make sure you're following Vineland Football on social media at Vineland FB to stay up to date with everything regarding the games, score updates throughout the game, and everything else in between. And make sure you guys are following us on social as well at Underground PHI, Twitter, and Instagram. Check out the Facebook page as well, facebook.com slash undergroundsportsphi. You can check out our website as well, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews to help support the Dan Russo Show. Let us know you're listening. And uh, it's five stars only because we know we have five-star standards. Violent High School football has five-star standards. And we know you guys do too. And you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com. Wherever you get your podcasts, that's where you can find the Dan Russo Show. And uh, looking forward to this game on Friday night. I will be back up in the booth again, so I'm excited for uh, that point of view. And uh, hopefully next week, Coach, we're talking about a big win over St. Joe's uh, from this this big rivalry matchup that uh, always seems to produce a classic game. Yeah, most definitely. And Kyle, I just want to say thank you for you know hosting the show and the great job you did commentating last week on uh, VPS on our our live. Uh, stream of the game and i got so many phone calls and so many text messages about who's this guy announced and how he's great and he's so positive and he's he talks about the current players and what's going on so i just want to thank you and uh we thank the world of you and you're doing a great job so thanks again my man we appreciate it and i appreciate the opportunity to uh be in the booth i'm excited to be back up there again this week and in the home booth this week so uh no doubt like I said, hopefully we're talking about a big violent high school football win next week uh, against St. Joe's. And thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Dan Russo Show presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Coach Russo, I'm Kyle Bennett. We are signing off. Rise as one. Just a kid from the neighborhood Where our kids from a neighborhood Take me back to 96 I fall asleep with the red